Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Podcast. This is We Are Error, Season 5, Episode 20, Quacking Up 4. If this is your first time checking out the podcast network, please head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And if you get a chance, head over to our social media. All links can be found in the description. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash We Are Podcast. And with that said, on to the podcast. We are error. Fanta. Fanta Orange, also known as Nazi Coke. It is delicious. Pass me this Fanta! Stop! <laughs> oh no. What happened? So that's Nazi stuff too, huh? What? What's that? Spetsy. Uh, Spetsy, which is another drink from Germany, Sophie loves. You couldn't tell with the name alone? Spetsy? Spetsy. Ah, yeah. You want some Spetsy? Yeah. You want Spetsy. Yeah, you drink the Spetsy. It's good for you. You love it. Yeah. You drink it before you bed. Before you wake up in the morning, you drink it. Spetsy. (laughs) You only drink it from now on. Listen to me. All you want to drink is Spetsy. So I watched Javi just smoke half a joint, so he's pretty much gone for now. First of all, that's cool. I may be a little bit too hot because I'm starting to get a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) How's your father? (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to the We Are Air podcast. This is Duck. I'm here with Jake. Hey, everybody. This is Javi. (laughs) (laughs) And what is the We Are Air podcast? Podcast talking about movies, entertainment, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. And today we're going to do a quacking up because I got a shit ton of suggestions. Probably over 50 in here. And so we're going to pull out a suggestion. So what is quacking up? I pull a suggestion from the hat. We have to come up with a story based upon it. If there is one, everyone usually has one. So we'll see how this goes. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a great one to start with. Okay, so you guys ready? I just imagine you having like a jar in your house, like a bowl. When you host parties, like key parties, you have suggested parties. All right, everybody, write a suggestion of the bowl for my comedy career. Yes. Right. We're not going to do anything tonight, but just please. <laughs> We're trying to fuck. We're trying to fuck. <laughs> I love that you think I throw so many key parties, which I do, which I do. All right, where is the grossest place you ever hooked up? I can go first. Is it the woods with the pine cone sodomizing you? No, 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 no. that's pretty good. But that wasn't the grossest place. Oh, God. It would be the bathroom at my first house that we had because that place was filthy. There was literally shit on the side of the toilet. There was pubic hair all over the thing. Mm. Yellow mold from like the yellowness of peeing on the thing. And just horrible, like you wouldn't even open your mouth walking into it. It was that disgusting. But was it so disgusting it was hot? Yeah, oh, dude, it added to it. You know, me and my first girlfriend fucked on that toilet, and it was disgusting. And we did it before you went to Kennywood that day, which is an amusement park in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And, I mean, when I was living in it, I didn't think anything of it. But now looking back, I'm just like, that is gross. There's no way we didn't catch gonorrhea from the toilet. You know what I mean? Like, it was oh. That nasty. oh, that's gross. Yeah. You call that gross? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's pretty gross. Why? Oh, uh, okay. What about the time I hooked up with the chick at the carnival at the porta potty? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She went down on me in a porta potty. Pretty uh, much gave herself jank them. Like, I swear <laughs> to God. It was. <laughs> God knows how many <laughs> carnies have been in there and used that thing. Truckers, little children. Who knows? The thing was an abomination. <laughs> I was gagging. She was gagging <laughs> for different reasons. Uh, 
No, gross. That didn't happen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not, it's fine. No. I thought you said I, I should have let you wait to ask, but no, it was behind the dumpster at Stadium. Uh, that was pretty nasty back there also because we had a little pizza place that was attached to the Stadium. You take all the fucking leftover ingredients and nasty shit out there. The dumpster always had fucking naked people behind it fucking anyway, so it wasn't <laughs> anything out of the normal. But it Were they just... homeless people or other people? Oh, uh, who knows? Who Hidden. knows? Yeah. A little bit of column A, column B. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. I was I, actually fucking a homeless girl. I was working at the stadium. <laughs> there. I thought you said about the, the porta potty, there was a bunch of Cardi B's that went in there. Oh, like... no, no, carnies. Carnies. Oh, carnies. Okay. Left their beef in there. Oh, my God. Gross. So when you were fucking her behind the stadium, how bad did it smell like being next to that, though? Like on a scale of one to like, oh, my God. What the I'm not going to lie. I couldn't really smell that much. Oh, you know what I mean? I know <laughs> uh, it smelled like gas. Yeah. <laughs> Hobby, how about you? Where's the grossest place you made? Whoopi. Yeah, by the dumpsters behind the Arlington Improv. Wait, what? <laughs> you banged behind the Arlington Improv? Yeah. In the dumpsters and like not in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody oh. we know? You, you, no, not anybody you know. Be like, oh. yeah, that's right. This is DL Hughley's trash. Was <laughs> it? We're fucking up. It was actually DL Hughley night. That it was, it was, it was DL Hughley. Year. I was actually fucking. <laughs> He's a really nice guy. He might yeah. have said yes. He kissed me after we were done. I didn't it was know amazing. I, was that. Yeah. I wasn't even working green room, and he tipped tell, me so well. Tell me this is no, one of those you patrons that you schmoozed at the front door. It is one of those people that oh. schmoozed at the front door. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And I, like, Ooh, you dirty. Whore, I hey, was, I, dude, I was a big whore back then. Oh, uh, so we we all were. <laughs> Still now. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I remember I, I gave her one of those uh, uh, neon green bracelets to meet DL after the show. <sighs> And yeah. that's what really sent it over the top for me. And I was like, oh, this is going to Then go I gave her a brown bracelet after that. <laughs> yeah. And a pearl necklace. So she yeah. went home with a bracelet, oh. a necklace, <laughs> and a brown necklace. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Make me wreck my setup here. I, got, I gave her all the jewelry. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. She was what a gen- gentleman. All right. Classy. Let's continue down this line. All right. A story about faking an orgasm. Ooh, I've done this. So there I was at the carnival. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, man, it really stinks in here. I'm going to pretend like I'm done. She should get off of me. Hobbs, what you got faking an orgasm? All right. I've done this a few times, especially with women that I really didn't like. You know, they just annoyed me. (sighs) This one girl, I'm not going to give her a name, but we were doing it. I just remember not liking her at fucking all like she got on my nerves i was always angry not the one you're thinking of this was okay. back when i was living in desoto and i remember just thinking oh god here we go here we go and i just like <laughs> oh i came and then i just like took off the condom really fast and just like threw it away now oh, that was so much Woo! bullshit you're lying did you say drink the samples wait 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 did you say bullshit let me see the condom (laughs) (laughs) prove it (laughs) i want to taste it (laughs) no i promise i i jerked up like five times a day so there's like barely any nut in there yeah Yeah. what if there were multiple condoms in the room he did jerk off in and then he would be safe? That's so that's just yeah, I usually keep so a backup. Like, there's just like condoms around the place. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, like, oh, I would have figured orgasm here. Yeah. Oh, look at this condom right here. <laughs> 
I definitely have faked it before, which is hilarious to me because I read a book called The Multi Orgasmic Man, which is about having multiple orgasms. And Stan Lee. How- yeah. <laughs> is it Stan Lee? <laughs> Yeah, that was actually Reed Richards. Yeah. Superhero name. Yeah. Uh, so Stanley uh, wrote uh, this I'm really good a, book. Yeah. So you can teach That's yourself. That's a great to... comic character name also, by the way. <laughs> multi-orgasmic man. I've come here to come. Yeah. It's the marvelous multi-orgasmic man. Yes. He's hey, true believers. Stanley coming at you. I he's got a hero for you. True believers. Excelsior. <laughs> I've came here to jizz in a bunch of condoms and throw them around Hobby's room just to make sure he's safe. But yeah, I read this book called The Multi-Orgasmic Man, and it was very good at teaching me how to hold back my nut. It's basically edging is all it is, and everyone does it now. Oh, 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 I'm about to be. I'm going to stop. Oh, I hurt my balls so bad, but it feels so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm edged. <laughs> I kind of like how uh, that Chappelle show skit with like the fucking uh, Oscars accept the speech button, like the hurry up, hurry up, wrap it up, wrap, wrap it up. <laughs> and uh, we're like, oh, oh, I'm gonna go, oh, oh. psych. <laughs> no, here we go. You just, <laughs> yeah. oh. That's exactly it. <laughs> 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 So I don't remember exactly like a specific experience, but I remember using that like like her being like, did you come and being like, oh, I, I came because I know how to come in my head by using this book. But I lied. I didn't come. I was just tired of fucking. So there was a, a road rolls that I remember watching way back in the day. There's either road rolls or real world. And there's a black guy, David, on there. And he talked about being multi-orgasmic. I was like, this guy's full of shit. And I was like 12 whenever I was watching this. And I, just, I was like, no way this guy's like coming like that much. You know what I'm talking exactly about? Exactly. Yeah. That was road rolls. I know. It was yeah. like a fucking chin yeah, strap. He was like, yeah. Yeah. I, yep. yeah. I remember that. Right. And they, but, then you took, right. but, you, but you took away from him that you could, though, and then you learned how to do it. Is that what you're saying? You read no, a lot of no. comic books. Uh, I've got oh. over a billion unsatisfied customers. Ah, damn, it. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. All right. Uh, Jake, you got, a, you got a story about a time that you faked an orgasm? Uh, yeah. I remember I was, I was out partying all night. It was club days. I want to take this little Philly home. No, this is actually, this actually, <laughs> this is, uh, I was like 23, and I take this girl home. And never met her before, you know, that night. I think we spent like two hours out on the disco. Just getting down. Getting that freak on. Getting that freak on. Was that the face you were making at her? Whenever you're on a bunch of ecstasy, you do all kinds of weird shit. But I take her back. We're banging for like hour and a half two hours and i'm like getting fatigue and shit getting tired at the hour and a half <sighs> mark you you get yeah you start to feel the fatigue bro yeah I because we're fatigue, on ecstasy like so we're just like yeah we're on ecstasy dude i was young i was like i was in the prime of my prime like not even like post prime prime the prime's prime <laughs> i was the prime prime i was prime <laughs> and USDA uh prime. Was not happening and, and I, you know that's what happens whenever you have a lot of um amphetamines running through your system it's hard to you know maintain strong like bull and i remember the lights were out and i've been storing up uh spit in my back <laughs> right, spit, spit, spit in my mouth spit in my mouth and i was hitting her from the back and i pulled out and went 
it was dark in there. She had no clue. So it was like kind of like loogie consistency. So it wasn't like just straight spit. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm done. That was good. Let me go get a rag and clean you up. I oh of all the evidence right then and there. And I was done. And uh, I made her find her own ride home the next morning. Very so nice. like I was like a gentleman. She, like she should. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Walk of shame. Get the fuck out of my parents' house now. What are you doing? <laughs> Enjoying this episode? Go check out Geekster, a dating and friends app for geeks that focuses on common interests as a way to make meaningful connections. Download today on the App Store or click the link in the description to find out more. Geekster, this is what happens when nerds collide. Geekster, available on iOS and Android. Craziest graveyard story. Oh. oh. You got one, Jake, already? Yeah, I was banging this girl at the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if I have a crazy graveyard story. Not really. That's so specific. I know. I was um, kind of worried about that one. Skip well, it. Next. Yeah, it. Weird. What is what? your maddest one night stand? I why did I write maddest? I should have wrote I crazy. All right, mad maddest one night stand. All right, go ahead. What you got? Oh wait, do you mean madness? Like, like mad? You just I think I meant maddest. Like, fuck yeah. Oh no, I got that then. All right, well, but you had a maddest one. I did have. A, I hate fuck somebody. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna, yeah. You're gonna have to cancel mine also, or <laughs> like you can't play mine. I want to hear it though. All right, <laughs> yeah. you, you know that girl I've seen recently that she just pissed me off every fucking time we had to hang out. Every and I remember, I, I remember, I talked to you guys. I was like, "This is it. I'm fucking ending it right here, right now." And then you guys got a message with me. I fucking disheveled. I got no shirt. I was like, "Well, I'm still in a relationship." <laughs> yeah, Dude, and <laughs> I did break up. I was so fucking angry. I was like, oh, my God, I wish I could just perforate something right now. Oh, my God, dude. I'm going to have to cut that out. I'm not going to, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just hate fuck the shit out of her. Yeah, I've hate fuck before. Dude. I and I don't I, I didn't like because I was like overly aggressive. And I was like really grabbing hard and shit. Just like kind of like increase my thrust. And then after about like four minutes, I'm like, oh, God, I think I'm going to work myself into a heart attack. So I like finished. And I was like, all right, see you next time. <laughs> hey by the way we didn't break up yeah i the, the maddest yeah that's definitely after you uh you find out that your old lady was cheating on you and then you fuck her anyhow and then you're just like i fucking hate you bitch and then it is what it is well i have a couple of those yeah, yeah me too what do you got you got a story there i don't really have a story all right like, okay so you yeah, know her javi you might know her or know of her we worked with her for a while i don't know if javi did but i'm pretty sure you did duck and uh -huh. um she had a reputation about her as uh, uh, whorish. Oh, yeah. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, but she was a little haughty. And we would always flirt for like years and years. Like, we, I mean, we were fucking just constantly flirting and shit. I come up behind her, I give her back rubs and shit, but I'll like slightly be rubbing my penis on her ass while doing <laughs> it. Like, oh, fucking doing all kinds of fucking shit you couldn't get away with nowadays, no, for no, sure. No. Uh, unless they were into it. No, no, no. They, until they until they're not. Yeah, until, they yeah, well, can't. until they aren't. You know, they want two years down the line be like, oh, uh, I was into it then, but I don't like it now. Yeah, Mr. Uh, rubs his dick on my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, guy. that move has worked out tremendously for me throughout the years. So anyways, always fucked around at work. And then one night, she calls me up. She comes over. I had the place to myself. And she came over, and we spent the entire night fucking. And then 
went back like nothing ever happened. Never acknowledged it once to one another, just kind of kept the same relationship up. And then she was gone after that and Damn, never talked dude. to her again. My craziest one night stand would be the one night stand where I got picked up for a three way and couldn't put two and two together that it was supposed to be a three way. Basically, I went to the bar. I was drinking. I think I was wearing fingerless gloves and nail polish or something <laughs> like that. I had a real emo night. Like, fucking out, killer. I was having a good time. You know what I mean? Fucking pussy killer. Yeah. And then these girls, the one was so, so looking but the other one was oh sweet looking smoking hot smoking hot and they took me back to her place and the girl who was not that great looking she had vines all over her walls and she kept hinting to a three-way but she would do it like well what if me and her start making out and i'd be like that's cool whatever how's that hinting yeah i know but like (laughs) me i'm an idiot yeah so then they start making out and fucking and they were like come on doug join us and i'm like what are you talking about yeah yeah (laughs) so i didn't take the hint so she got tired and we left and went to another place and we did some stuff but like that night was like fucking crazy because i'm such an idiot i didn't realize what was going on they literally could have got naked and started eating each other in front of me and like yeah, I could probably go. You know, you guys are busy, so it is. I guess I could just step out. I mean, you you'll look like I got it covered. Doug, we want you to stay. Like, just to watch? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Am I supposed to jerk off yeah. in the corner? Like, uh, my, let me guess. I'm the cameraman. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, I mean, I already brought my camera. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I got the whole recording equipment and everything. <laughs> I'm already setting it up for something else. I'm like, I oh, we're I'm doing here. a podcast. You guys just want to eat each other's pussies. Come on. He's got a little Why'd boom mic. over here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, that's a good sound right there. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Is that one of those things that you, like, realize, like, a year later? And just, like, you woke no. up in the middle of the night or you, you were just up in the middle of the night thinking of all the things in your past. And you're just like, oh, my God, those girls wanted to bang me. Well, no, as we were walking. Oh, man, to the if I next, had a nickel. We were not walking to the next place, though. And the girl's like, you know, she wanted to have a three-way. And I was like, oh, do you want to go back? She's like, no, nah, she's sleeping. So I was like, okay. What do you mean, like a Motorola? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) All right, the craziest thing you ever saw at the fucking zoo. Take it away, Javi. What'd you see at the zoo? The year 1992. A young buck of five years old is little Javi Byrus. Chubby, slightly overweight, freckled, big giant fro out to here. My grandfather and grandmother decided to take me and my brother and my cousin to the Bronx Zoo. And I have a little red water gun. And I remember we got to the chimp enclosure. Oh, yeah. Fired my water gun at the chimp. Oh, no. I got yelled at by a zookeeper and my grandfather. But the monkey I hit with the water all of a sudden, like, turns to the monkey next and starts jerking off on its back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I was in a shooting range, like one of those old style shooting he ranges. He got shot by his buddy. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm going to return the favor. He didn't see the gun. Oh, a hired animal came on me. I better pass this on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, don't turn around. I'm just going to yeah. jump in your back. I don't know what you're thinking. That's a weird fucking thing. What's he doing? I didn't know what it was doing. Do Not until I got older and be like, God damn, that monkey That's... straight up shot a load on his friend's back. <laughs> oh, God. That's like if Jake shot me with a water gun and I just had a blast one on your back when you're not looking. Oh, what? That's so warm. Punishment fits the crime. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) When I was a kid, we went to the zoo with uh, my Uncle Ronnie, who was fucking hysterical. He was like, Uncle Ronnie. He was fucking funny, man. And so once again, the monkeys and there was a monkey that shit in its hand, pulled it up to its mouth, looked at it. 
then ate it and he ate it off like uh, there was a leaf that was still an undigested so he like pulled it out of his mouth like mm, scrumptious and my uncle without missing a beat goes that's called recycling <laughs> oh my god pretty good i like that that was very fun bio feels how about you jake what do you got well i guess if we're all just gonna cap it off with the ape exhibits here uh-huh. fort worth zoo oh no probably 10 12 years back gorilla exhibit big silver back up next to the glass everybody's like stupid fucking monkey fucking all that shit this guy fucking without a blink not even a flinch or anything he just looks at the entire crowd there's like 12 people gathered around shits in his hand but inside of the log it's like a paste and he starts sticking his pinky in it and eating it in front of the guests like a fucking pate. Everybody's like, oh, what the fuck? People are like pressuring their kids out of there. Like, no, 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 no. I sat and watched him finish the whole thing. I was Absolutely. very impressed. I was like, oh, yeah, this guy. This guy knows what he's doing. I like the face of Gorilla. He was. He's pure. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah disgusting i like the face i made when i was laughing i was like frowning but i was like <laughs> hey everyone it's just duck jumping in here real quick to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast today if you're enjoying it head over to your favorite podcast app spotify stitcher podbean or itunes and give we are podcast network a like And if you get a chance, head over to our social media. All links can be found in the description. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. And with that, back to the podcast. All right. Another one. Another. The weirdest. Wait, I already did that one before. Weirdest graveyard sex experience. (laughs) (laughs) What is the scariest thing you have ever done? Uh, Pay taxes. Grow older. Oh, shit. No doubt. Get married. No, uh, oh, that's terrifying. I was scared as shit. Were you scared? Was that the scariest uh, thing? Yeah, actually it was. Yeah. I remember uh, on my wedding day, uh, her father drove me down to the party when we were getting married and shit. And he goes, and he was being dead serious. because you know, Jay, if you want out now, I will take you to a train station. What? And leave. And I was like, no, it's okay. He's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I think I, yeah, I'm sure. And he goes, okay, let's go get you married, boy. And then we drove down and I remember... I was there first, and then Autumn came in, and I remember just being so fucking scared. And then when I saw my grandfather walk in, I fucking lost. I was like, oh, my God. And I pretty much had a fucking breakdown. Autumn's sister was just like fucking, she gave me like five rum and Diet Cokes just to calm me down. And I was like, okay, I think I'm feeling good. And then, But, yeah, I, I was so fucking terrified. Like, Holy he like shit. pretty much did a fucking Michael Keaton from Spider-Man is like, I'll fucking kill you. Like they pulled out the gun, like pretty much. Yeah. You, you wanna like if you don't treat my daughter well, I'll fucking kill you. No, he you was legit asking me act. if I wanted if I wanted in. It's like the reverse shotgun wedding. It was like the reverse I'll, shotgun wedding. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> unless you love her. <laughs> it right. was a test. Come on, and you, yeah, passed. you passed. Yeah. But it was so fucking terrifying. I remember just sitting there listening to the vows. Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash is playing in the background. Oh, that's a perfect song. <laughs> And it was like, oh, fuck, I remember like sweating bullets. I went pale, my knees locked up. And I was like, don't stiffen up your knees. Don't stiffen up your knees. So I wouldn't pass out. It was, it was like, it was not- <laughs> yeah. you know, I just had a thought. Imagine if Medea sung Hallelujah by Rufus Rainwhite. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Leonard Cohen. Wait, what? It's by Leonard Cohen. The song Hallelujah? 
Yeah, Rufus Wainwright covered it. Oh. A million other people did, but Leonard Cohen is the original OG for it. The OG, the one that's in the Watchmen. Of course, it's Leonard Cohen. That fucker wrote everything. Okay, so everybody scariest, knows the scariest thing I've ever done was probably have my hip surgery because everything was going great. In the morning, I woke up to go to have my hip surgery done. The, the tree outside had frozen over and all the limbs had crystallized and it looked really, really cool. So I remember that being like a first, like that was crazy. I never saw anything like that before. I never saw anything like it again. But we went from where I lived down to Pittsburgh, which is about an hour and a half drive. And the thing that got me, everything was okay up until the point where they did the anesthesia. And they're like, you have to sign this waiver. And I'm like, what's the waiver for? They're like, well, you might not wake up. And it's to say that we're not responsible if you don't wake up. And that scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I was 18. So I had the legal right to sign the waiver. And I did. So it very much scared me. And then not funny, but I decided to go forward the hip surgery. But they said that they might do a catheter. So the first thing I asked the nurse to look at whenever I woke up was look at my dick and see if I have a catheter. (laughs) I didn't want one. She's like, she went like. Pulled up the veil and she's like, "No, you're good." I was like, "All right, yeah, so surprise!" And, uh, and then I peed on her. I was like, ah, <laughs> "Good, no, I can do this." <laughs> strong stream, no strong stream. How about you, Jake? What's the scariest thing you've ever done? Uh, scariest thing I've ever done. Scariest thing I've ever done, or scariest thing that's ever happened. That could work too. Well, that's yeah. a hard question to ask a man that has no fear. No fear. I mean, I'm sure there's things that I'm afraid of that would scare me, but I really don't scare that easily. Yeah. I think I told y'all about the time that Shannon and Forrest and I and her little brother were tripping on mushrooms. He fell and hit his head while we were like peeking and busted it open. He started having a seizure and Forrest and I were just tripping balls. We didn't know what the fuck to do. Thankfully, Shannon's trip was wearing off at the time. And she's like, guys, I need y'all to help me pick him up and get him in the car. We got to get him to the hospital. We're just standing there for like two minutes going, oh, my God, what is happening? Like, thankfully, Shannon was level headed. So she goes like 100 miles per hour down I-20 and it's raining and it's like three o'clock in the morning. I mean, there's just like it's so many visuals going on and we get him to the hospital. Everything's fine. Like they sew him up and just had a what's called, I guess, a grand mall seizure or something. Oh, but that was legit like the scariest fucking thing ever because I thought we just watched his little brother die. And yeah. it's like we're on mushrooms and oh my God, how are we going to explain this to the police? And just like every little fucking detail that you can imagine tripping the fuck out. Uh, we finally get him back, get him back home at his mother's house and she knows that me and Shannon and Forrest and him were all tripping but she lets us come in she wraps us up in blankets and puts on the nature channel for us and everything is fine but she's like you guys god damn y'all need to get y'all shit together I was like oh, I'm sorry I'm tripping I don't know what to do he fell what are you oh want? look at the polar bears look at the polar bears oh. Oh, no. I remember one time uh, River was driving to a gas station we were passing him and we waved or something like that. And then he turned. No, we were at the gas station. We waved at him. He turned to come to the gas station and got fucking like a car just went right into his car and destroyed it. It was fucking nuts. And I'm like, man, this kid's got bad luck. Poor kid. Yeah, dude. Nice kid, though. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a gym. Yeah. I like him. All right. Here's the last one. Dun, 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 Tell a story about your weirdest fetish. <laughs> I'll skip that one. Thank God. Right. <laughs> oh my God. 
I don't want to put Hobby yeah, on the we spot. Can't, you know, well, I saw his face. You saw mine. I ain't talking to you about that shit. That's the reason why it's a fetish. Keep this shit to yourself. Nobody oh, wants to hear it. I think you already told the story. The craziest high you've ever had. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'll start. So, you got a couple. I was smoking weed with my friend. It was just weed. I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm just very susceptible to weed. And I started getting high. We were playing Star Fox. I'm like, man, we're fucking high. I don't know how to play this game. Holy fuck. Like, I keep turning to the right, but I got to go to the left. Holy shit. What? I'm going up. I'm going down. Finally, he turns to me and goes, will you shut the fuck up? I was like, oh, shit. They know I'm high. <laughs> so... I, I'm trying good to delivery. I have, I'm trying to hold myself together. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. How do I? All right, I'll leave the room. So I go to the bathroom. When I walk in the bathroom, I see a centipede the size of a toaster scurry across the floor, lean up on some of his legs, and flip me off. And it keeps going. And I'm like, oh, what's that? So I go back to the room, and I'm like, the whole time I'm going, don't tell him about the centipede. Don't tell him about the centipede. Don't tell him about the centipede. I sit down, and I turn over, and I'm like. You'll never believe what I just saw in the bathroom. There was a giant <laughs> centipede that flipped me off. The night just got worse and worse and worse until finally, at the end of it, they're like, are you going to be okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to walk home. Now, my place was like seven miles away. I had to walk that, but I was like, fuck it. It made sense in my mind to walk it at that time because I was so fucking high. So I got so stoned. But then as I started walking, I started getting tracers. And if you, you've had tracers before, right, Jake, where it's going. Oh, yeah. So I start getting those <laughs> tracers. Everything's, you know, doing their snap frame and I freak out. So I go breathing. Another, yeah. I go to another friend's house and I'm like, can I stay here? It's like seven in the morning. I'm freaking out. I'm really high. I don't know what to do with myself. She goes, yeah, sure. Sleep in the couch. So I got on the couch and she had a little black cat at the time. And she goes, don't worry. He might nip at your feet. It's not a big deal. And I'm like, okay, this will be fine. So I lay down and sure enough, Five minutes pass and the cat jumps up and starts nipping at my feet. But in my mind, it isn't a cat. It's a giant tarantula. And I'm like, no! But even worse, I'm like, I know it's a cat, so I decide that I'm going to squish it, but I don't want to squish it because it's a kitten, so I just got up and left. I was like, fuck this. So I'm walking down the street, and then all of a sudden, my pants started falling down. Well, I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm pulling my pants Everybody up. Everybody boo this man! <laughs> <laughs> Put your pants down, looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. Well, it gets even better. My pants, I kept thinking they were down, so I keep pulling That's them up hilarious. like Steve Urkel style. But I keep thinking they're falling down, so they're halfway up my stomach at this point, right? And so what I ended up finding out later what it was, was my pants were falling down, my underwear wear. And so I couldn't put two and two together. My underwear were down to my kneecaps. My pants were halfway up my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking idiot, dude. And many, many more adventures that night. That, oh. was, that was fucking ridiculous, dude. That was the worst. That was probably the highest I've ever been. I could was not this, figure. This is whenever they gave you the prescription just recently. No, no, no. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was twenty-two when this happened. Ah. Since then, I've been a little bit cautious on how high I got. That was one of the times I was too high. There were not, there were a couple other times. But how about you, Jake? You said there was times that you were a little bit too high. <sighs> <laughs> okay, y'all have heard the the Xanax cocaine story at the strip club. No, I don't remember that. All right. I don't know if you remember. He used to be our um, news candy guy. We were good friends. Never be friends with a coke dealer. It's horrible. It's not a good lifestyle. And unless you want coke. Well, actually. That's where you win because you don't have to have a lot of money to be friends with the Coke guy. He's just like, oh, here, take a bump. So <laughs> every Tuesday night at Cabaret, which is now 
Bucks, which is now Jaguars or whatever else. It was Cabaret Royale or some shit. It's Titty Bar. I don't know if I'm being more clear with these names of what this place <laughs> could have been. It was uh, $2 Tuesdays. $2 everything. It doesn't matter what the fuck you're drinking. Like, I could I had $2 Rumble Mints. Like, nothing. Like, fucking $2 whiskeys. Yes. Like, everything was fucking $2. We're doing blow, you know, the day leading up to this. I had just gotten paid. I went out and bought, like, fresh new, like, all-white vans. Like, the, the really white, white vans. The lace-ups. I had some fresh new, like, Texas Rangers gear because they were going to the fucking World Series that year. I thought I looked fly for 2011, 2012, whatever this was. Long story boring. I wake up after we've been at the bar for, like, two hours. I remember getting there. We sit down for an hour, hour and a half. And the next thing I know, I'm waking up outside the bar covered in blood. Holy shit. Like, yeah. Like, I have blood all over my shirt, my brand new shoes, everything. And it's 3 o'clock in the morning. And I lost track of four or five hours. I don't know. I go to find my buddy Wally. Can't find him anywhere. His truck is in the parking lot still. I was like, what the fuck? So I go sit in his back of his truck. I wait there for like an hour. I had my phone on me. I tried to make a couple calls, but my battery signal was weak. I was like, okay. So where I was at was on the north side of Arlington. It was a good 10 miles away from the nearest person that I knew. So I get out my cell phone. I'm trying to make phone calls. Nobody's answering because it's fucking late as fuck in the morning. Nobody's awake at this point. The only person to be awake would be my Coke dealer. And I can't find him anywhere. He's not answering his phone. His truck's still at the goddamn fucking strip club. So I'm walking down what is Cooper Street once it gets sent to Grand Prairie, Fort Worth. And I got my phone on me and I'm trying to like fucking make furious phone calls, calling whoever the fuck I could. And somebody drives by. I was like, rrr, rrr. and I fucking throw my phone up. <laughs> like, oh, I'm scared because I'm all fucked up. I'm disoriented and shit. Right. I'm walking through high grass in the medium. Like, it's coming up to my knees. I'm like, oh, no, dude. So I make, like, a quick scope, like, trying to find the phone. I'm like, motherfucker. I had money on me, so I go to the fucking nearest convenience store that I can find. Still had a pay phone. I blow up my friend phone. And he ain't answering. But I know he's at home asleep because he probably fucking took some codons or some bullshit. And no answer. So I start walking back the other direction, back towards where I live, back downtown, because I'm way away from where I live. So I'm making this fucking 10, 14 mile hike all the way to house. And I get there about eight o'clock in the morning. Sun's just barely starting to come up, you know, at this time. It was later in the fall time. And as a two-floor condo, but he sleeps on the second floor. So I had to crawl up his fucking balcony. I'm covered in fucking mud and blood because it was fucking raining and shit that night. I'm soaking fucking wet. I bang on his door and he sees me at this fucking back door and he's just like (sighs) he's like points downstairs, unlocks the door and goes back to bed unless we go back to sleep. He takes me back the next morning to go try to find my phone after I explained to him the second night of bullshit that I just went through. We go back. They mowed the median that no. morning. Yeah, they mowed the fucking median. Okay. So, like, it was all tall grass, like, up to my knees. It is fucking down, not even past my ankles. Like, I'm standing on the grass. Like, well, there goes that fucking phone. We go back. I don't hear from for like a day and a half he got locked up in jail he started a fight he dropped xanax into my fucking drink that night because he didn't want to fucking be on xanax alone he ended up getting a fight i don't remember getting caught in the middle of it i didn't get fucking hit his blood was all over me because the next time i saw him he was all stitched up and fucking swole up and bruised up and then 
after I find all this shit out, a month later, I get a phone call from my phone that I lost. Some fucking crackhead family found it <laughs> while they were walking up and down the street. They called his number, which was the emergency contact. It's like, hey, yeah, we found your phone. And they wanted like 25 bucks. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Here. So, so you paid to get your phone back? That was a fucking epic story. Javi, do you have a story about being too high? I just get panicky when I'm high. I have a story about when I'm too drunk. Yeah, that works. All right. The year is, I don't remember, because it was the Arlington Improv uh, <laughs> Lake Party. Boat party. <clears throat> that was a good day for me. I got to jump off a boat and uh, remember it. That's one of the very few things I can't remember from that night. And I remember making the plans. Okay, I'm not going to start drinking until we start to head back to shore. I did not expect that I could polish off a whole bottle of Jack within 30 minutes. I've seen it. And I did. And then I had another almost a bottle. Then Kiki gave me a, six shots of Fireball. And then Jeff gave me shots like this fucking green stuff that was really strong and it tasted like toothpicks. I have no idea what the fuck it was. I think it may have been like Karaka. Come on, peaches. Drink this Tuaka peaches. You and it. I was just fucking gone i don't remember walking back to the bus i don't remember the bus ride i don't remember jake and raf almost squaring up and throwing hands and apparently that happened i don't remember yeah. just chilling and the fucking show ran for overcome picked me up and what really upset me i remember i got home when i passed out and i woke up the next morning and i was in like just the battlefield i had with taco bell <laughs> and like all their fucking kia soldiers and their rappers Mexi mouse throwing the bell country rap supreme blown apart oh it, it was a fucking it was a bad night for uh you know alliance taco bell because i fucking laid waste and i just remember thinking fuck i had all this taco bell and i don't remember and that really bumped, <laughs> yeah that's, like, that's my biggest regret. i really wanted to remember eating taco bell <sighs> That oh, tasted so good. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. In fact, me and Jake were yeah. there watching you. And we're just like, yeah. That looks delicious. It sounded like you said crunchy wrap Bonaparte. <laughs> oh, crunchy wrap. Oh fuck, I just blown apart. Blown apart. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know Napoleon's cousin also. All right, yeah, that was pretty good. Quacking up. Thank you guys for listening. This is the duck. I've been here with Javi and Jake and D bad bitches. Don't be bad. bad. Do not be a dick. Do not be a dick. Don't and... never ever be a, a dick person. Do not. Yay, that was fun. And if you end up being a dick, Harvey's going to come into your house at night and eat your toes. That's right. Oh, delicious. <laughs> yeah. But you won't take it, Harvey. You'll take it's a giant tarantula. <laughs> <laughs> that did scare the shit out of me, though. It really did. And there it is. Thank you again so much for checking out the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you're going to love the other podcasts here on the We Are Podcast Network. We have We Are Bagoo, a video game podcast where we talk Atari to Steam and everything between. That's me and Dr. Ethan Eastwood breaking down all that video game lore and having such a good time. Heroes, Jeros, a Dungeons and Distractions side quest. Me and the boys were playing some D&D. You can start that one from Season 1, Episode 1. It's a blast the whole way through. And I hate being sober. Personal stories from epic people. I sit down with some of my favorite people of all time. We talk about their trials, their tribulations, and their journey this far. And finally, our new live video podcast, Camp Slash Horrorcast, where we're going to have a roundtable discussion about our favorite horror movies. That'll be available on Twitch and YouTube, streaming every Monday at 8 p.m. Check the links in the description to find out what movies we'll be watching. Also, check the links in the description for our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, 
and Twitter at backslash we are podcast network. With that said, thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. Please remember to support local comedy in any way that you can. We'll see you next time.